rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, everybody. Hey, what's up? All right, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for joining me. We meet here at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. And we are replayed starting Sunday on Progressive Voices from 6 to 8 p.m. or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. And we're also on GDPR Revolution 99. I'm afraid to move this microphone because I'm afraid it's going to fall. <laughs> and iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere you think we should be. We probably are. So I, if you... Um, the other thing, all right, if you, I got to get through this whole palaver in the beginning because we need support. I want to thank, um, we already have some patrons, so I want to thank the uh, early adopters of this show. You guys have been with me every week from the beginning, and I know the best is yet to come. This is just the beginning, and I can't do it without you. I wouldn't do it without you. Why the hell would I do it? You know what I mean? I'm... I'm, uh, yeah, I need you. I really do. So I want to thank the, because we opened a Patreon page. It's at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. But it's also, it's not just for the Tara Buster show. It's also for RD, RDT Daily. So donating to the, to, or becoming a patron of this, of the RDT Daily brand, so to speak, is you you're helping us have more liberal content in general we will write more articles we will have more um we will have more writers we'll be able to bring people on board to uh hold the feet of these republican fascist bastards hold their feet to the fire we will uh have a we will stand a fighting chance against the uh, against the Mercer family. So, just like Bernie did it $27 at a time, that's how we're going to do it. Ultimately, my dream, my goal, it's going to take a while, I'm sure, is, uh, or maybe I might be surprised, but um, is to do a daily show at some point. Uh, now we do it on the weekends. Uh, if uh, If we get to the point where there's enough patrons, then... I will be able to do a show every day like Tom Hartman, like Randy Rhodes, like uh, Mike Malloy. And, uh, but it will be, it's, it'll be listener supported. And so is RDT Daily. So we, on RDT Daily, it's, we have the main website. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, please do. Daryl Lucas is a prolific writer. He's on there. He is constantly uh, churning out some really good stuff. So um, I write when I can. Uh, we have a grouchy grumbles on there. And also on the RDT Daily Facebook page, there's a really active community of liberals and a couple of trolls. They get in there. But I, I allow right-wingers to stay on there if they know how to behave themselves, of course, right? But that's a lot to ask a lot of times. They turn, they just, they, they don't add anything to the conversation. They bring nothing of value to the table. So if there are some right-wingers that want to have a nice conversation or whatever, they're welcome. But 
they I generally don't suffer the fools uh, the, gladly. We kick them out because who needs it? There's enough. They I, I get enough angst on Fox News. Not that it's always good to be preaching to the choir. That's part of the problem. But I just want to thank our patrons right now. There we uh, Daniel S, Lisa Minor, Michael D, Michael L, and uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Paradu, Paradu, pa- I'm so, I suck at uh, at words. And Thomas, there's somebody, I don't know if he actually finished, but he's, he, I think he might have aborted his attempt to become a patron. Who knows? He'll be back, hopefully. Um, so, guys, I want to thank you for being early adopters. And also, I will probably send you guys a message because I need your addresses because I will send you some keep calm and join the resistance window clings. All right, so there are there are some gifts uh, depending on the the level, and as and as I figure out really what the hell is going on with Patreon, I think there will be more goodies going on and more exclusive shows and uh, gatherings for patrons only. So I I really got to get my mind around what the hell uh and, and what the hell it is what we're doing i know there's there 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 will be some patron only shows hopefully when the show gets really big well, who knows what'll happen we can have gatherings in real life we can you know whatever we can have a hangout a google hangout we can all uh talk together okay guys what else uh yeah i had a shitty week i i've been kind of depressed to tell you the truth so that's why thank you for being here, um, I always, I want to, I'm not, I mean, frontinate easy, you know what I mean? I, I just lay it out, frankly. Um, I'm not in a good mood, but I am going to, I'm going to go to Georgia next week because Mike Malloy has written a book and there will be a gathering in the North Georgia mountains that all are welcome to, to go. And I wasn't going to go because I, lost my primary source of income, let's put it that way, uh, suddenly, a couple of weeks ago, people know, and I was thrown for a loop, it was an unexpected gift right before the holidays, and I uh, got really down and also worried about money and uh, life in general, but I, I'm going to go to this, it's only going to be for the day, Um I'm basically going down there Friday, staying Saturday, and coming back Sunday. But the um, the re- it's I I because I I know that I would kick myself and regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't go because I was really getting depressed thinking about not going because really what is the meaning of life right This is what I was struggling with besides celebrating life's victories and defeats, right? Not celebrating the defeats, but being there with your friends, but also celebrating their victories with your friends and the people that you love. These times will never come again, right? So we're only here for a short period of time. And uh, and this is why, I mean, this is a whole other 
this is really why we are here and why we're liberals. And I, I, personally, this is why I'm a liberal, because I, I, I mean, I just feel like it's a battle between the uh, the right side of humanity and the lesser aspects of the human condition. There, we're either because uh, I, I, we are standing as liberals, we're standing on the right side of history. We're, we're we're standing on the right side of humanity. You know, we really are in this together, and we're we are together for such a short period of time. We life is a blink, and. Um, as somebody who studies history, I, I love history, and part of the reason I realize that I love history is because people are the same, no matter what. You look throughout history, that it's just the same struggles, the same wanting to belong, the same uh, wanting to be seen, wanting to be valued and respected. I think that's uh, uh, there's been um, you know that's the struggle of of humanity, and um, I think that we're here we're here for such a short period of time that uh, you know it's be the best that that we can do is to um, you know be there for each other and have compassion and have um, you know anyway well I, maybe I'm sounding like an idiot but I'm thinking. That uh, that is why we will win. Frankly, I always say we stick together, we win. That that is the only way we're gonna win is together. There is, the, and the Republican Party. This is why they have to they have to uh, work so hard at. Uh, dividing people because they they're standing on the wrong side of humanity and they know it even their their the the reason why they they do what they do which is greed and uh when i was um thinking about what am i going to talk about today because there's so much going on it never stops as we know but i was thinking that Really, uh, what happened with Khashoggi? The, uh, and there's so many things. So first of all, I wanted to talk about the the report that just came out with the with the that Trump had to release with um, about the climate. Basically, that we're if if we don't do something now, yesterday, we're 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 gonna we're done for. It's uh, it's over. So. That's the Republican Party for you. So what do they give a shit, right? Like, they, it doesn't make sense to me, though. So, okay, well, I'll get into that in a minute. But, and I also wanted to talk about uh, Trump and Khashoggi and um, the, his, his uh, complete dictator envy for the Saudi monsters and how really sick I was to my stomach watching watching it unfold it really literally made me nauseous to, to to think about what um what they did but also what the response what trump's response is how he has really denigrated the 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 good name of the united states if there was anything good about us yes we've we've had our struggles and our we've been uh, around the world not making the world safe for democracy or spreading mom and uh, apple pie we've been 
sticking our big corporate noses into the affairs of other of uh, other states and uh, not leaving them better for it, which is why we have uh, a migrant caravan coming up here, uh, looking looking to escape the hell holes that we had a hand in creating. So. Yeah, we we are um, pretty much the uh, the height of hypocrisy, the American uh, government. But we're uh, at least, you know, at one time it seemed that we gave lip service to democracy, to freedom, to the values of the Enlightenment that uh, we were founded on. We weren't founded on Judeo-Christian values, whatever the hell that is. And you know that the uh, that the Republican Party they on, they only say oh we were founded on Judeo Christian values because they have to get Judeo in there somehow because uh, they feel like it sounds more inclusive but it's only it's just another um, branding an exercise in in branding their bullshit brand uh, they don't give a shit Judeo Christian values they don't uh, Judeo whatever who cares they're all about Christian right P- pushing their fake version of Jesus whoever Jesus the, I don't know what bastardized uh, version of Jesus they uh, pulled out of their ass but it certainly isn't that socialist hippie that uh, healed the sick or uh, warned of the one the rich of their greed that's for sure so and um anyway but we know uh, there the the hypocrisy there because i always say that i i kind of wish when when uh, republicans talk about where oh, that they're into jesus i say i wish they were into jesus because then we wouldn't be in the uh we wouldn't be where we are we'd already have universal health care we'd already have universal higher education maybe we wouldn't have money in politics maybe you know these because all these greedy bastards would have given up all their wealth to go follow the socialist hippie Right. But they, uh, of course, they're just full of it. They're all into this prosperity gospel bullshit, which is just another reason or excuse um, or a superior moral justification for not giving a shit about anybody but themselves. And that's uh, I mean, that's the uh, there, there you go again. The another that's the fight between the uh, higher self and the lower self. And I think that there's some people are just more evolved than others you know it is a process people learn along the way you at least you hope you do but i don't see well, somebody like a trump like he's he what the hell has he learned in his useless life now that is if that isn't a useless wasted life i do not know what is somebody who was handed everything but but brought nothing to the table but ignorance and ugliness and greed and selfishness that's so uh, somebody who's had every opportunity given to him and uh, could do nothing and does nothing of value including uh, making the worst children not only does he suck but his prodigy is uh, none of them have rebelled wouldn't you think that at least one of them would be like yeah my father's a dick I'm really sorry right but they're all just sycophants just like like trump is putin's bitch they're all just begging for daddy's approval somehow why 
I guess because they're afraid. They all know, just like Trump knew, that he'd be nothing without his father's trust fund. His father who bailed him out numerous times again and again and again. That the, his useless, Trump's useless children, they know the same thing. Where the hell would they be without their, their daddy teaching them the, his scams? Because that's what they, that's what they are. They're not, these aren't business people. They're not, innovators they're not they're not bringing anything of value to the table they are coming up with some scam to separate dupes from their money that's all that's all they do oh okay so it's real genius ivanka oh let me make buy low sell high right so let me make my shitty handbags in in uh in a wage slave country wow you're such an innovator where I can exploit workers and don't have to follow environmental rules or regulations. You know, who needs those filthy regulations? And, and that's when, when Republicans whine about regulations. That's what they're longing for. They're longing for the, the United States. That's, they're not, they don't, you know, they want to make the American worker competitive with the wage slaves in other nations by turning the American worker into a wage slave at home. So why export the slavery if you can, uh, the wage slavery, if you can uh, just keep it at home, keep it here? And and trust me, it won't happen overnight, but they're on it. It's on their way, because think about this. Thirty years ago, the number one employer in the United States was General Motors, a union job. It was uh, you started at like thirty five dollars an hour. Um, you had a pension, retirement security benefits. And uh, people had that job for their for their lives, and they would retire from it. And then you had a pension for the rest of your life. Uh, now the number one employer in this country is Walmart, where you they they make such a pittance that the they are the number one employer with the majority of employees on or that have not the majority of employees. I'm I'm stating it wrong. They are the. They have the most number of employees on uh, on Republican, Republican, Republican assistance. No, there's no Republican assistance. They don't give a shit. They'll. They. You know. Hey, better luck next life, sucker. So, oh God. And uh, there you go. There. But and now when when uh, Barack Obama saved the when he saved GM from going under. One of the concessions that were were made by the union was they would bring the new workers in at a at a lower wage. So they I think they came in at fifteen dollars an hour or something. So you 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 you're talking about um, you know a, a difference between night and day here. So the American dream that you that forty years that. Uh, were now we look back on at, and uh, the, it's known as the great prosperity after World War II when we had a 35 percent unionization and 90 percent top marginal tax rate where we the, the the rich invested in the country because they they weren't getting all the uh, ill-gotten gains fu- funneled to the top so they had to when you after a certain amount of um, money that they made, they would, it would, they would be taxed at 90%. And that was commonly understood 
as a patriotic tax that prevented the development of an intergenerational aristocracy. And, and that was, they understood that. But that's why Republicans had to whittle away at it one step at a time. So they they have been quite successful in redefining the American dream from you two can um, can have a decent middle class life to maybe one day you can be a billionaire, which is that is the that's the scam right there. It's like it's like playing the lottery. Some one of them, one person will be picked out and maybe maybe next time it'll be you, but most likely not. And the rest of us will be here fighting amongst each other for the scraps. So the uh, mark of a country, uh, of a successful country, should not be whether we create more billionaires than uh, any other country, because that's what we're that's what they're, we're making here. Because it doesn't trickle down. The uh, it should be: Do we share? Uh, do the do, does the majority of the people in the country share in the fruits of their labors? You know, when we're our, when the productivity of the American worker is uh, through the roof or whatever, and we're still not seeing it in our paychecks for for generations, that that is a that is not an accident. That's by design. It's the same way that the American middle class was built on purpose through government policy. It wasn't built because some billionaire felt like trickling it upon us. In fact, it was built uh, through a lot of struggle the, and the death, the blood, sweat, tears, and uh, sacrifices of the labor movement that fought for every, every um, concession, every, uh, they, they, they had to take kicking and screaming from the, from the elites. So I, I, the, what a trick these Republicans have played for them to position themselves as the champions of the working class. And then you have this, this orange asshole, this orange con man calling himself, and, and uh, like that Scaramucci sucker, calling him the blue class, the blue, what is he called? No, the blue class, blue collar billionaire. Which, what a scam. Blue-collar billionaire. This is the same piece of this wasted human DNA. The same, the same con man that that harassed tenants, old people in his apartment buildings that were living in rent-controlled apartments, harassed them. People on Social Security, he wouldn't change the light bulbs in the hallway. So, you know, your old granny who worked her whole goddamn life and is retired, living, who unfortunately finds herself in one of Trump's shitty buildings, and he wants her out because he can make more money. He doesn't want to make money. He can't make money with some old lady on, on Social Security. Get the hell out, old lady. I don't care if you've been living there since the 40s. You know, go die. Donald Trump needs your space because he wants money. You're nothing but a, a, a host from which to suck profit. And these are the parasites. So, you know, the Republican Party have been, they, they've been great at branding because they've had to be. Because they have nothing in reality to boast about. So, 
when they talk about people on Social Security or those on public assistance as parasites, that they're takers, there is the the fact is w- the working class used to understand who the real parasites were. It's those at the top who sk- grow fat like bloody leeches on the backs of the working class. And uh, I'm sounding like a real uh, IRA bomb thrower here now, but it's uh, it's the truth. They we need to have a paradigm shift in this country that it's not. Oh, oh, you're not. You can you can. There's only so many hours in the day to drive an Uber so you can make ends meet um, and not even come close to the standard of living that used to be considered an American birthright. Right. So. How many Ubers can you drive? You know, there's no security, though. So if something happens to you, um, oh, well, I guess you're got to have a GoFundMe page, right? If you because there's no security, there's no job security, there's nothing. Uh, what can you fall back on? You know, oh, get your hustle on, right? Everybody's got to have a, a side hustle. What? That's bullshit. We, uh, why? Are, what is the meaning of life? Which is brings me back to the beginning. It's really true. What is the meaning of life? Is it just to work? To make some rich bastard like Trump have uh, uh, an easier life? Or Donald Trump Jr., for Christ's sakes? Or Ivanka? Some brat born on third base. And, and now these bastards get to inherit their ill-gotten gain of their father and their grandfather tax-free. Now, that whole thing with the estate tax, we, uh, once we get back the, the White House and the Senate, we, this all has to be addressed. And not only, I mean, honestly, the, ultimately, money in politics is the root of all evil. We know that. But th- we have such work to do. Our work is cut out for us, but and, and one of the things that we have to do this this is why I you know, it's not just me just saying because I want you to be a patron or whatever, but it's this is why this a show like this is important. Liberal uh, shows are important. It's the the meat liberal media, which is you're looking at it, is important. It's uh, because we have to get the word out that. Um, that we have an estate tax. It's not a death tax, morons. I'm not talking to the, to, to the viewers. I'm talking to the right-wingers that, that say, oh, I stumbled upon your show or whatever. But we, it's, the, um, a, it's not a death tax. It's, it's a tax to, to maintain democracy. So Because you can't have an intergenerational aristocracy and a democracy. In fact, that's exactly what the founders fought a revolution to escape, Right? Why would we? Why would they fight a revolution against a, a, a king and and uh, intergenerational wealth and privilege to set up a, that same system here? They didn't. They were that. They were students of the liberal age of enlightenment. They were setting up a system with with all its flaws. Of course, they didn't believe. You know, women weren't included. People of color weren't included. It was all straight white men. Of course, yes, we know that. But that's what they were. They were setting up a republic. Uh, that was a radical idea in uh, the thousands of years of Western civilization. 
that what we were living under was intergenerational aristocracy. It was privilege, wealth and privilege, very, a very much a hierarchical structure. If you were born into wealth, that's how you remain. If you were born poor, there was no chance of, of you really rising to the top. You weren't going into a different class. But this, the whole, the, the, the writings of the Enlightenment started to shift that, um, the mindset of, of, uh, of humanity. And uh, one by one, we started to, uh, these systems began to be overthrown. And, uh, the United States and the, you know, you had the French Revolution, the, um, and it wasn't like the all of the sudden that uh you know it was it was through uh hard it didn't happen overnight is what i'm trying to say it's that the, it began with a a change in mindset just like um i fear now we're we're slipping back into this authoritarian mindset because it's always been there and we always have to fight a a uh fight it right and uh which is why, I mean, there's so many things. Like, Republicans, they just, this is why they don't like public education. They don't like, they don't want us to, they don't want children to learn these things. They don't, they want to, they want children to, to, to learn bullshit. Yes, we're, um, we're a Judeo-Christian society. You know, they don't want to offend their sky spook. So, oh, anyway, all right. <laughs> Uh, so what, and speaking of, all right, not speaking of a sky spook, but, um, just speaking of authoritarians and this nightmare we're living under, I, I am sickened to, um, to watch Trump kiss, kiss the ass of the Saudi dictators. Now you're talking about a bunch of dictators. They, uh, why does, why does, I mean, why, what am I asking this question? Um, I was going to say, why does Trump love dictators? Of course he loves dick because he's a, he is just like them. They can't, they can't win fairly on the field of ideas. They have to ram their anti-human ideology down people's throats. That's what they want. That's what Trump wants here. He doesn't, he's not out there trying to win, um, you know, legitimately. The Republicans, they don't, they can't win legitimately. This is why they have to suppress the vote. And, and not only that, it's not just suppressing the vote. They have to lie and they have to stir up fear and hatred against each other. In a, in a, in a nation of immigrants to stir up hatred about immigrants. I mean, how much, um, how much do you have to hate your country to behave like that? If that doesn't say it all uh, about what the hell we're dealing with. And of course, as you know, as soon as the midterms were over, where's where's the caravan? We don't hear anything about the caravan anymore. All of a sudden, this caravan that was so it was uh, breathing down our necks, and we had to hear what's you know what's her face that one. Thank thank goodness she was defeated. Um, the one who was like, "Don't you want to talk about the caravan? Don't you want to talk about the caravan?" Like. What? I guess there are a lot of stupid people in this country and that, that are so easily manipulated. But, I mean, do you want to talk about... You, you're talking about people who, they're, they're not even on a border state. They're worried about this caravan. 
Um, they're, they're because they're racist. That's what it is. I mean, ultimately, if you tickle the, you just tickle the uh, funny bone of these people just a little bit. You scratch the surface, and you will find that the right underneath, right under the thin skin, is racism. They're they're afraid. They're afraid of brown people. They're afraid that if all things are equal, we're all going to figure out just how inadequate they truly are, and. Um, but that's uh, Republicans are aware of that. And that's how, you know, I mean, it's just when I think about it, it's like that's how you know how much they hate this country, because if they were really um, if they really had the best interests of this country at heart, they would be working to unify the American people. They wouldn't lie so so openly, so readily, so uh, prolifically, constantly constantly and to our faces they would they would be um seeking to unify us but you know everything that trump and the republicans say are just they're just full of shit but um wait where is this i wanted oh because now you know he sent see i was in the national guard unlike any of trump's forefathers mothers sisters brothers any any trump anybody with trump dna I actually wore the uniform of this country. The, uh, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have bone spurs. I wasn't afraid uh, of rain. So the, uh, unlike the, uh, the tri- Twitler and his minions, the, they love this country so much. None of them ever, they wouldn't know, sir, they wouldn't sacrifice lunch, much, much less a day of service for this country. And even now, as you know, they're not in service to this country. They are in this, they, they get into government to rig it for themselves because they can't, they, they, they suck so much. They can't, they suck at business. Uh, I don't, you know, a Wharton School of Business, who cares? They suck so they understand that they can't win unless it's rigged. And if it's not rigged, they whine that it's unfair. And that's how, I mean, when I always say I knew fascism was going to suck, but I didn't realize it was going to be this whiny, right? It's just, it's unbearably whiny. So he's talking about, oh, it's so unfair. Everything is so unfair. But um, where the hell is it? Oh, there's so many things I wanted to say. Oh, oh well, because um, on, on Thanksgiving, I don't know if you saw this. You want to vomit? <laughs> I'm sorry. Trump is, Trump, well, there's many things. He, he gave that interview. I wanted to play that uh, on Fox News he, where he gave himself an A+. Let, let's just play a clip of that. Where do you rank yourself in the pantheon of great presidents? There's Lincoln and Washington, there's FDR and Reagan. Do you make the top ten? I think I'm doing a great job. We have the best economy we've ever had. So where do you rank yourself? We're doing really well. We would have been in war with North Korea if, let's say, that administration continued forward. I would give myself, I would, look, I hate to do it, but I will do it. I would give myself an A+. Is that enough? Can I go higher than that? What a what a con man! It's like step right up. I got it all, everything that ails you right here in this bottle, right? It, it, but it ends up being nothing but laudanum, right? And uh, of course, it cures everything because you're you're high. You're basically a, you're on opiates now. So, but uh, yeah, that's what, he's he's got the greatest economy ever. He was handed. 
a an economy that was that was fixed that was rescued once again by uh you know democrats because this is what happens republicans take it they they give tax breaks to their buddies they rig the game they open up the spigot of corruption all over uh, uh, anywhere that they could they put their greedy bony fingers on and it ends up uh, we feel the pain. I mean, it doesn't happen overnight, but um, Trump was handed an economy on the rise. And it was on its it was if you look at the chart, I mean, it was going up. So so it was the stock market is always boasting about the stock market, which is another bullshit because the stock market and the and Main Street and Wall Street don't rise and fall together, as we know. So. When I, I just read, and we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, but I, I read recently, it was the average salary on Wall Street is like $400,000 or something. That I, am, I, am I reading this right again? I can't remember. Was it four hundred or two hundred? Whatever it was, it was a lot. And I was like, if that's the average, you know, of course, um, the, the, these people are, they're living in a, an, an, an ivory tower, to say the least. So they look down upon us uh, as the peons that we are and you know hey they made it yeah, they figured out a scam you know they came up with some scam to uh high frequency trade or some they they figured out how to uh get in on amway or some some bullshit they got into government to hand out cushy contracts to their pals and i mean you know this is uh this is who they are they're it's a, they are criminals except um they have to they're working it from the inside this is an inside job for real so when um now okay um when trump where is this fucking thing so uh what really made me sick I, honestly i felt literally ill from the the entire episode of this of Khashoggi because it, it it we can't allow that to go away that can't just be another thing I mean because I know it comes it never stops one after another with ne- the the offenses the hor- the horrors who would have ever thought though and I, yeah this is a this is a dangerous world this is I mean let me play this Mike Pompeo um his uh excuse after trump uh basically uh you know he danced with saudi swords and now he's kissing saudi ass in macy's window pretty much and uh mike pompeo he wants to remind us that, that it's a mean and nasty world out there so it's a mean nasty world out there the middle east in particular there are important american interests to keep the american people safe to protect uh, Americans, not only Americans who are here, but Americans who are traveling and working, doing business in the Middle East. It is the President's obligation, indeed the State Department's duty as well, to ensure that we adopt policies that further the Amer- America's national security. So as the President said today, uh, the United States will continue to have a relationship with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. They're an important uh, partner of ours. Uh, we, will, we will do that with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, its people, that is that is the commitment that the president made today. It's that straightforward. This is a long, by the way, this is a long, historic commitment, and one that is absolutely vital to America's national security. We, we are determined to ensure that we continue to make sure that we take care of the American people in all of the strategic decisions we make 
about who, with whom we work around the world. So one quick follow-up on that and then a question on Iran. Um, so does the America First agenda mean putting U.S. business interests ahead of human rights concerns? And then on Iran, have you considered any specific actions, specific sanctions to pressure Iran to release the American citizens who are held there? I try taking your second question first. Yep. Uh, we are engaged uh, every day, literally every day, in working to return every U.S. citizen who was either wrongfully detained or a hostage somewhere around the world. That certainly includes uh, Bob Levinson and all those that um, are being held by the Iranian regime. We're determined to get them back. Uh, as President Trump has, has made very clear, uh, we don't, we're not going to pay a price for their return, but we're prepared to work with um, all those who can assist us in getting those Americans returned to their families and returned uh, here to our country. Uh, your other question uh, is best answered by uh, talking about what we have already done. There has been an enormous effort with respect to fact-finding uh, pertaining to the death, uh, the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. A lot of U.S. resources have been devoted to determining the facts to the best of our ability to determine precisely what happened there. Uh, the United States took a very strong response. We have sanctioned 17 individuals in connection with that investigation. Uh, we are we are at the same time uh, committed to making sure that we place uh, America's national security interests and all the all right shut up I mean I just let that go on too long um, he uh, how how is it um, taking care of the American people if we allow a journalist a a member of of the only profession enshrined in the First Amendment in our founding documents, if we allow someone, a resident of this country, to be lured into a foreign consulate and dismembered alive, um, how is that protecting the American people? How is that America first? That the, that the security of the American people? It's, oh, it's, it's now, not only is Trump a con man, a serial sexual predator, a, a grifter, a liar, a Putin puppet, a traitor, but, and, uh, who received fewer votes, but he's also complicit in murder. He is the, uh, helping a, uh, a murder after the fact. He's, uh, aiding and abetting a murderer. And so, yeah, uh, we, we, it is a mean and nasty world. We send drones and they hit wedding parties and we're, uh, running around the globe, um, creating chaos. Of course, that, yeah, you know, I'm not that naive, you know, but this is such an offense right out in the open, right in front of the entire world. It's, it's basically that he says it doesn't matter that you just murdered and dismembered a member of the press because you don't like what he was saying about you. You don't like the truth. Just like Trump doesn't like the truth, you know, the fake news. And that's, so what kind of a message is this to the, to, to people who for a living hold our so-called, uh, representatives feet to the fire? So it's, uh, we should all have that chill right now. The chill in the bones of freedom and democracy. So when he says America first, that's that is uh, the, the the furthest thing from the truth, because it's it wasn't America first. It's, uh, it would be putting America first to 
to hold Saudi Arabia accountable, to not even allow it to happen, because you know why they thought that they could get away with it. And of course they're getting away with it. And for Trump, uh, they, they, they knew that they could do it because Trump basically is, you know, he's in on it. He doesn't care. He would love to murder and dismember some journalist, Jim Acosta, for one, right? He would love to do he has he's got dictator envy for these for these bastards and uh what does it oh so america first is um greed that's it greed is the only value worthy of consideration and aren't don't you feel proud america red isn't your isn't your blood pumping red white and blue that America first means that we allow brutal dictators. We get into not only get in bed with them, but we publicly praise them. We say thank you to these these dictators who are living in the 13th century, right? Who, uh, but they got money, right? And Trump's in bed with them. He wants more money. There's never enough for that rapacious scumbag. So it doesn't matter if he'll he'll walk with the devil himself. And then you have these uh, these evangelicals. As long as it doesn't matter how many uh, journalists get dismembered alive, as long as uh, Trump is all for what? He's he's pro-life, right? He's for babies, right? Well, Jamal Khashoggi was a baby once, too. Uh, Oh, but he should have kept his mouth shut, right? Is that it? That I and that's well, I mean, what does it mean to be an American nowadays? We don't go around uh, as, as, if as long as you could pay us, you know, uh, it's like any crime family. Don't you know, it's like F you pay me. right? we we'll just let you get away with whatever, whatever vile, inhumane uh, cause or deed that you create, you that you uh, uh, that it doesn't matter. Uh, that's that's America now. I mean, don't you feel proud? I don't know. I, I feel kind of sick about it. I really felt sick to my stomach, literally, listening to Trump, watching him and all of his sycophants, like this Sarah Huckabee Sanders, this these fake Christian, faux Christian uh, sycophants to, a nut, to, to Donald Trump, to the world's worst morons and dictators, that that uh, I mean, really, where where have we gone? Like, did you ever imagine how how low Donald Trump could take us? I I mean, I, they, I keep hearing on um, Morning Joe, I keep hearing Joe Scarborough say how oh the systems are holding the Democratic uh, systems are holding. Are they really? When we we have a journalist dismembered uh, and. Uh, lured into a consulate and butchered, butchered like an animal. And then, and Donald Trump gets on Twitter and praises the butchers. And, oh, nobody knows, he says. Nobody knows. It could have been, maybe not. Well, of course they know. The CIA knows. Our State Department knows. But Trump, once again, is siding with the world's monsters. 
and it's uh, it's not even uh, uh, it's it's not funny, really. So how what do Republicans, you know, how do they sleep at night? All you Republicans who pretend to love Jesus. Oh, you vote Republican because you love babies. And even though, I mean, that's a whole other story. You you you're you're just you're a fool. You're a fool because I mean. As far as loving babies, if you really loved babies, you would vote Democratic, but whatever. That's another, you know, a story for another time. But it's uh, how how much lower can we go? Did you ever imagine that we I I knew I knew it was going to it was going to be a nightmare. Uh, This is why when Donald Trump was selected to be the president, despite receiving fewer votes, this is why I couldn't sleep why I was upset, why I was joining with my fellow normal people and, uh, you know, crying for the future of this country, why we knew that the, we had our work cut out for us, that it was going to be not only a, uh, a, a long road, but we, but we were going to have to dig out our, our way out of whatever uh, nightmare pit he, he's going to put us in. Right? Did we ever imagine, though, that it would be like this? That it would get like this, that we would have that Donald Trump would literally be complicit in murder. You know what I mean? Like out in the open. And um, and it's not just the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. It's the murder of American values. It's the murder of everything that I thought we stood for. When when those towers fell, when we were attacked, whatever, we always hear, oh, we would move heaven and earth to uh, save American lives. Well, what does it matter? You know, oh, well, he, you know, because Donald Trump says it's it's he's not an American citizen. That doesn't matter. He is a guest in our house, you scumbag. You don't allow butchers to come in and drag your guests out of your home and butcher them and kill them. Uh, it's they he is the immorality of Republicans is to me it's shocking and I uh, was completely I believed I was completely aware of just how vile they truly are and I you know I don't even care like I know people like I always I talk about my sister who votes who votes for these monsters because she doesn't know what the hell she's doing and any of the people that I know in my life personally who voted, who vote for a Republican. This is what you're voting for. Not only you, you're voting for butchers. You're voting for the Saudis. You're, vo- you're voting for the KKK, for the worst human beings on the planet. When you're voting for Donald Trump and the Republican Party, you're, you're making the butchers of this world very happy. So um, you got to know people by the company they keep, right? Isn't that what we were taught as children? You want to know somebody, look at their friends. Look at Donald Trump's friends. Who are his friends? The, the worst dictators, the, the autocrats, the authoritarians, the murderers, the monsters, the greed-centered ghouls, the con men, the grifters, the, the fakes, the phonies, the snakes, the liars. The, the freaks who received fewer votes, the, the people who, uh, would, who, who proclaim that, who cheer when they kick people off health care. That, that, what is wrong with the Republican Party? Is, 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 has, where are they? Uh, I mean, there are, there were decent Republicans at one time, right? You would think. 
But I, I, we, where the hell are we? Are we, is this America? Because it really sucks to know that we, we're not on the right side of humanity anymore. At least, you know, when I was younger and uh, I started to learn about American history, of course, I didn't learn about the people's history of the United States till, till later. But I remember thinking, uh, especially when I was learning about World War II and whatnot, that, oh, at least we were, you know, we're on the good guys. We're, we're, we're fighting for goodness. We would never... We, we would never do something like that. But of course, here we are. Here we are. A reality right smack in our face. How vile. How disgusting. that, And how embarrassing it is, really, to be an American now. That we have such a moron. And, and not just, he's not just an innocent moron, either. He's not like a lovable moron. Right? He is a monstrous moron with no morals, absolutely devoid of morals, no core. This is a rapacious hole of blackness and greed. It's, uh, and, you know, millions of people voted for him. That's a very depressing thought when you think about it, right? And I think about it. That's really what made me very depressed, too, when I when he was selected despite receiving fewer votes i it was one of that was kind of a wake up call in a way that made me very depressed that i thought i i almost was like wow i cannot believe like i knew it was true on some level but i just couldn't believe how many stupid racist morons there are in this country and selfish too and they they don't see the forest through the trees they don't understand, right, that uh, when, when somebody, if somebody can be treated like that, that if they could pull Jamal Khashoggi into a consulate and dismember him, that we're all in danger, that we are all Jamal Khashoggi. They don't get that, though, that when they get away with murder, that we're all in danger. We are now less free because of Donald Trump. And his monstrous uh, autocrats, his uh, his axis of evil. That's that's he's part of it, and we're part of it by extension. But that they could do that to one of our people, that a a resident of this country can be pulled into a consulate and be disappeared, be dismembered, and and just never seen again. To have his body parts to uh, just scatter around and, uh, you know, just no, and to the point where they knew what the hell they were doing. Of course, I mean, the lies, the way that they treat us, we, I mean, the whole, the whole song and dance that he had to go through, he was, what well, their, their biggest upset was that, not that this had happened, but that they had to deal with it at all. Like, why wouldn't they, and they're so sloppy about it because they knew that they would get away with it. That's just the arrogance of power right there. Oh, well, send some guy out walking around in his clothes because people are dumb, right? Hey, they voted for Donald Trump. They're stupid. They'll believe this bullshit. And what was Jamal Khashoggi actually writing? He wasn't really, um, he was just being critical of the, of the crown prince. He, he, I mean, even saying that the crown prince, right? Like, F you, buddy. The crown, crown my ass. Crown, crown my, you know what I mean? Like, crown it. Like, really, get down and crown it, you scum. 
you filthy bastards. Uh, uh, the these are uh, yeah. Oh, it's a mean world. Yeah, you're right. You're you're really right. It's also a very stupid world, and uh, as you can see by our so-called president, and uh, so it is. Uh, the other thing. I see what time it is. Let's see. I won't go into the other thing. But it's just uh, the whole thing. Let me see. Where is it? I, I want to play this other thing. Let me, it's uh, Trump defending the Saudis because I, mean, I guess we're not. I'm not sick enough. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, we put out a statement on Saudi Arabia, which I guess most of you have seen. And we'll see how that all works out. It's a very complex situation. It's a shame, but it's. It is what it is. It's all about America first. We're not going to give up hundreds of billions of dollars in orders and let Russia, China, and everybody else have them. It's all about, for me, very simple. It's America first. And I'm not going to tell a country that's spending hundreds of billions of dollars and has helped me do one thing very importantly, keep oil prices down so that they're not going to 100 and $150 a barrel. Right now, we have oil prices in great shape. I'm not going to destroy the world economy, and I'm not going to destroy the economy for our country by being foolish with Saudi Arabia. So they didn't make a determination. Uh, and it's just like I said, I think it was very, maybe he did, maybe he did. They did not make that assessment. The CIA has looked at it. They've studied it a lot. They have nothing definitive. And the fact is, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. If you look at Iran, what they've done, they've been a bad actor. You look at what's happening in Syria with Assad, with hundreds of thousands of people killed. We are with Saudi Arabia. We're staying with Saudi Arabia. And by the way, just so everybody, I have no business whatsoever with Saudi Arabia. Bullshit. Bullshit. And all of the morons that cheer behind him, they're just, they're, they're just as bad. They all have blood on their hands. All of them. They all do. Yeah, I know the United, we're not innocent. Yeah, but this is a case unto itself that, oh, maybe they know, maybe they didn't know. They, oh, they knew. They knew. And uh, Trump, once again, denigrating our our intelligence services to to what? He's got no business with Saudi Arabia. That, and that is bullshit on, on top of bullshit, because we know for a fact that the Saudis come to his shitty hotels and they pay and they bought out the entire hotel to make his his uh, his hotel that was actually in the red in the black. If they didn't buy it out, then. And they would have had uh, been running at a deficit. This this crappy hotel, one of the, the one of his shitty hotels. This is what they do. So that the this is why it it is important. And thankfully, you know how how depressed that you think I'm depressed now. Could you imagine if the Democrats didn't? I mean, I, I'd probably be. I would have to be. Uh, I don't know what. I'd, I'd probably be. Who the hell knows if the Democrats didn't win the the House at least. They, I maybe I'd I have to really leave this country for good because I I've thought about it a lot uh, honestly because I could get my Irish citizenship which I have to finish I have to complete getting it because my my grandparents are from Ireland and I in according to Irish law you can be become a citizen of uh, uh, certain countries have it right of return or whatever they call it. 
and all I would have to do is register as a foreign birth. I actually got my grandfather's and grandmother's birth certificates. I, I believe this. I this is Ireland, but it is a smaller place. I I wrote to them and asked for my grandfather and grandmother's birth certificate. Now this is like from the nineteen you know, teens or whatever, and. They, I got the damn thing in two weeks in my in my hands. I I couldn't believe it. They, uh, I asked, I had to get my father's birth certificate. It took months from the United States, but you know, I mean, I'm not saying who the hell knows. It's just, it was very odd. And my grandfather's birth certificate, it's it's handwritten. It's a copy of it, obviously, but it's. I was pretty impressed by that. That it took. It, I swear, from the time I ordered it till I got it, it was in my hands in, t- in two weeks. It was crazy. So I was really shocked. But anyway, so I should really get my citizenship and get the hell out of here. This is what I think. I'll just go and go sit on a cliff somewhere and, and think about something other than fascism for a change, right? And stopping fascism or hawking... Uh, telling people to donate so you can get a keep calm and join the resistance. I mean, maybe I should take my own advice. Keep calm. God damn it. Right? It is uh, infuriating. Um, all right, guys. So I'm going to take about an eight-minute break. You know you know the drill. I need to get... I need to refresh my coffee. And uh, so it's going to be Green News Report. And then we're, we're going to have uh, Labor History with uh, Rick Smith. And, um, okay, so do me a favor, give me, give the show a review on iTunes, share the show with your friends. If you can't become a patron, those are ways you can help too. And if you don't, if you are, if you're in, um, financial straits and you would like to be a patron, but you, you can't afford it, um, send me an email and I would happily send you some keep calm and join the resistance window clings, right? I will. Because we are in this together and uh, I don't want any, I don't want that being a bar to entry. Okay? Uh, but if you can support the show, there are, those are the ways you can do it. I would like you to be a patron. That'd be great. The more patrons we get, the closer we get to having a daily show. I can also get more writers. We'll have more content. We'll have more stuff on RDT Daily on the Facebook page and everywhere. You can also buy some merchandise from the RDT Daily store. So if you go to RDT Daily, there's a link called that says merch. We have some Francis Jr. Jr. Uh, Resist shirts, Deep State shirts, a uh, bunch of shirts and mugs, different things. We also have socks. There's We have Bluetooth players. Though, that's pretty cool. And uh, there's so, I mean, those are the ways there are ways, you know, we need, we need help. We, this is how we do it. We don't have the Mercer family. We, we only have each other. So, all right, I'm going to take about an eight minute break. And on the other side, we're going to rip into Cindy Hyde Smith because you know what? She needs to be, she needs a a case of the red ass. Uh, she's really, she's a, she's a winner. Of course she's in the Republican party, but okay. Uh, my name is Tara Devlin. I'll be right back in eight minutes.
Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. This latest round of fires is the most destructive in California state history. The most destructive and now the most deadly. Kids landmark climate lawsuit against the federal government on hold yet again. Plus, it was a political decision made by a judge. I think it's a disgrace. Judge halts all work on controversial Keystone XL pipeline. Donald Trump is sad. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. 48,000 jobs. I approved it. It's ready to start. 48,000 jobs on the Keystone XL pipeline. Really? Why not just say 48 million jobs? Why not 48 quadrillion jobs? They're all lies. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen having some fun at Trump's sad, pathetic expense. Unfortunately, however, first... We've got to get to some very sad news out here in California. Yes, California is again grappling with record-breaking, catastrophic, deadly wildfires. Three major fires now burning in both northern and southern California that, as of airtime, have killed more than 40 people combined and forced more than 300,000 to evacuate. The largest of the fires, the Camp Fire in northern California, went from spark to the most destructive fire in state history in just 48 hours. As of Monday, it became the deadliest as well in state history. Driven by extremely dry weather and high winds, it spread at the speed of 80 football fields a minute, faster than many could evacuate. Mm. More than 200 people are still unaccounted for, nearly 7,000 structures destroyed, most of them homes. The state's previous record for the most destructive fire was set just last year. And of course, like last year, Donald Trump is claiming that all of this is because of forest mismanagement or some other nonsense. Any truth to that? Absolutely not. State and local fire officials have rejected those tweets by President Trump that were attacking California and wrongly blaming forest management for the deadly fires. Brian Rice, president of the California Professional Firefighters Association, called Trump's comments, quote, reckless and dangerously wrong. Yeah, I suppose all those folks who live on the beach in Malibu would be shocked to hear that it's because of forest mismanagement that has threatened their homes in the middle of an urban area right no official cause for the fires has been determined yet but state regulators on monday said they are investigating utility companies pacific gas and electric and southern california edison which both reported equipment failures in the vicinities of all three fires just minutes before each fire began pg e is already facing billions of dollars in liability after state agency cal fire determined that pg es equipment was the cause of those several deadly catastrophic northern california wildfires last year but California's outgoing Democratic Governor Jerry Brown, in a press conference on Monday, placed the blame squarely on climate change, noting that fire season has now become a year-round threat in the state. This is not the new normal. This is the new abnormal. And this new abnormal uh, will continue, certainly in the next 10 to 15 to 20 years. And unfortunately, the best science is telling us that uh, dryness, uh, warmth, uh, drought, all those things... Uh, they're going to intensify. 
In other news, the sweeping historic climate lawsuit brought by a group of kids against the federal government is on hold again, just days after the U.S. Supreme Court lifted a temporary stay on the trial. 21 children and young adults under the age of 22 are suing the federal government, saying its failure to act on climate change is a violation of their constitutional rights to life and liberty. Late last week, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals again halted that trial, which had been slated to start in late October. The judges ruled the Trump Department of Justice, quote, raises issues that warrant an answer. The children's lawyers must file a reply by November 23rd. Finally, a federal judge has ordered both the Trump administration and TransCanada to stop all work on the controversial Keystone XL pipeline, ruling that President Trump's approval of the pipeline's cross-border permit last year violated several key environmental and administrative laws. The judges ruled that the administration simply discarded climate facts in its analysis supporting the pipeline. Quote, an agency cannot simply disregard contrary or inconvenient factual determinations on climate change. The State Department must now complete a new supplemental environmental impact statement that accounts for the effects of climate change and the impacts of potential oil spills on Native American tribal resources. So they can't just change policy because they want to. They actually have to show that there's evidence to support good reason for changing this policy? Exactly. Well, what about 48,000 new jobs that would be created, as Donald Trump said? Why not 40, 11 billion? Exactly. In truth, how many jobs are we talking about for the KXL? Less than 4,000 temporary jobs, only 35 permanent jobs. 35 permanent jobs. Mm -hmm. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1947. That was the day that the front page of the Chicago Tribune printed a banner headline, Newspaper Printers Quit. 1,600 members of the International Typographical Union Local 16 had gone out on strike against six Chicago newspapers. The key reason for the strike was wages. The union also wanted the publishers to agree to hire only union labor. The walkout was part of a wave of printer strikes in the United States and Canada. In all, union members from 43 newspapers from 27 cities went out on strike. Most newspapers were able to keep printing during the walkouts, but many had to reduce the number of editions or make changes in how the paper was produced. According to an article published by the Associated Press, some are using a photo engraving process to circumvent their composing rooms while others continue to use the normal methods. The Chicago strike wore on for 22 months. The strike also became an important labor struggle after the passage of the Taft-Hartley legislation. The legislation, approved by Congress earlier that year over President Harry Truman's veto, restricted the rights of labor unions, including outlawing the closed shop. Since the typographical unions were some of the oldest trade unions in the country, the strike became an important battleground over how Taft-Hartley would be interpreted. 
The American Newspaper Publishers Association hoped that Taft-Hartley could be a tool in smashing the strike. The courts sided with the publishers and demanded the union drop their demand for a closed shop. In the end, the union did win a $10 raise, a little more than two-thirds the amount they asked for during the strike. For more information, go to LaborHistoryIn2.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at LaborHistoryIn2. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with me, and and uh, thanks for hanging out every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and and on Progressive Voices on Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. and on GDPR Revolution 99, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, everywhere else. Please uh, become a patron. Help us grow. Uh, eventually, we will become a daily show when we get – enough patrons we have a long way to go but we just began and uh, I know that we will get there I remember I, I, I spoke about this before I remember when I started RGT Daily uh, uh, on the Facebook page I remember when I had 500 when we had 500 likes quote-unquote on the Facebook page and I remember thinking wow that's amazing and now we have hundred and fifty thousand uh, or close to it uh, just about 149 and change but that's that's it took years though i started that in 2009 so hopefully it won't take that long as long to get uh enough patrons to to have a daily show but um you know one day at a time we just never give up that's what it is it's that is the key and we continue to fight for what what is right because we don't leave anybody behind. This is the, this is how I know we will win. And and this is the the this is why the Republican ideology is uh, it is an anti-human ideology, is an anti-American ideology because we we are the true patriots. That's why they have to adopt the mantle of patriotism, but because they understand that. We, the the liberals, the normal people, are the true patriots because we don't leave anyone behind. That's what it means to be a patriot. We don't leave anybody on the battlefield, and we don't leave them behind in ignorance, without health care. We don't leave them in the cold. We don't leave them hungry. We we are in this together. That's what it means to have a civilization that we um, – it's not that everybody has to have the same outcome, but we all have the same opportunity. Opportunities, and we have a uh, a system that will catch you if you fall, so that you can take risks and be an innovator, or and 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 uh, take those risks without having to fear that you uh, you can't leave your job, let's say, because you can't lose your health care. That's that stifles innovation, and uh, the uh, after a lifetime of work and whatever, um, we. Uh, you get to live uh, in dignity in a dignified retirement that's that's what it means to have a functioning civilization and this is what we are shooting for and working for not uh not um armed camps where i got mine sucker uh better luck next life sucks to be you oh pull yourself up by your bootstraps uh this uh this heartless selfishness that uh, there's there is nothing uh less it, there there's nothing patriotic about it 
there at, at all. In fact, we should be ashamed if anybody in this country can't go to a doctor. That should that is, that should be something that we take to uh, personally. Like, like, oh, what kind of country is this? That um, we we should take it as a point of pride that people have opportunities and access to education and health care or whatever it is. So anyway, but well, what can you do? We're fighting against a lot of a lot of dumb bastards and a lot of ig- it's really ignorance ultimately because uh, when you're when you're spreading hate uh, with with lies. Um, how do you tell yourself you're on the right side of history? I look at what happened with the with the caravan, for for example, as we were saying. All of a sudden, the caravan disappeared. But now the uh, 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 but Trump, right? The, this caravan. Let's put it this way. First of all, I wanted to get into before I go, because um, I wanted to talk about. Cindy Hyde Smith, but well, I'll just talk about the climate first because I'm just going, getting into it. Because those are the two things I wanted to talk about: the the climate report that came out, and then the Cindy Hyde Smith. Because we we talked about Cindy Hyde Smith last week, the one who she's she would go to a lynching. And went, oh, I would be in the first row. She's so yuckety yuck. Um, if I was invited to a, to a lynching, I'd be in the front. Like, why would you do that? You're, that's, that's, that's entertainment to a Republican, right? You know, it's, uh, that's entertainment. You know, they love it. They love it. So, um, the, um, I, I could find, I, why don't you watch, why don't you stay home and watch Netflix or something, you know? Uh, you want to watch a lynching? What is wrong with you, you sick bastard? Of course, she loves Jesus too, right? I'm sure. She's another Jesus lover. But I wish they did love Jesus. I really do. Anyway, but the whole thing, I was thinking about the caravan because Trump um, uh, sent sent the troops down to stop people that were, you know, bad people, apparently. You know, all these babies, they're going to, these it's like uh, baby face finster, I suppose. They're... um, they're a thousand miles away. They, they, they're super villains. They're super. Uh, they're coming to the border. They want your freedom. And there's only so much freedom to go around. Don't you understand, Republicans? And uh, that's what they're afraid of. If they, how could they have freedom for themselves if they allow others to have it? So the uh, so he sent the people down, you know, troops, people that wore the uniform of this country, unlike him and all his his useless minions and all the uh, the, the the useless Trump family, the entire family from their from their whole history has never worn the uniform of any country. Apparently, they're just takers, and um, so he sends the troops down to ruin their Thanksgiving. And to do nothing, put up barbed wire because he loves barbed wire, right? That's that's a normal thing to 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 declare beauty. Oh, because that's what Trump said: the beautiful barbed wire. I mean, that's real. That's normal, right? It, it reminds me of something Hitler would say, and that we would look back on in history, and and and. Uh, look back and be appalled at, right? These, these, but Hitler wouldn't say that probably because he's he wasn't as stupid as Donald Trump, and uh, 
So, but Donald Trump, uh, he sends the, the soldiers down to the border to stop a caravan that's thousands of miles away, right? But, uh, but this report on climate change that is, uh, that basically is going to alter life on Earth to make Earth uninhabitable, um, he's, uh, what are you, what's the hurry? What's the rush, right? What, eh, I don't know. I mean, the jury's out on it. We don't, I mean, there's 99.999% of all of the studies and the uh, non, the studies that weren't paid for by the oil company all declare that we're in big trouble here, uh, brother. And, but, you know, there's that one guy that they get on Fox News all the time, the one who he would say, you know, he would sell his own mother. He'd, he'd, he'd make his mother suck on a, on an exhaust pipe for the right price. And, uh, but, you know, that guy says we got, uh, we got some time. There's, well, maybe it's man-made, maybe not. But who gives a shit if it's man-made or not? If it's, uh, uh let's not do, what does it matter? Whether you do something about it, whether it's man-made or not, we can. Like, why we don't want to clean up the planet on on by uh, by accident? Like, on uh, like clean up the mess and make a make a greener, more hospitable, less polluted planet. Why? I mean, wouldn't that be something we would want to do anyway, regardless? But, you know, we wouldn't want to do that. But, you know, the Saudis, I guess. Here we go. The, these blood-soaked butchers want to sell their, their, uh, uh, their, I guess, their, whatever, their oil. I mean, that's the only thing that, that props up that, 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 uh, disgusting regime is oil. That's it. I mean, where, where would, the, where would Trump and his pals be? Where would Trump the Trump Hotel in Washington be without the without uh, an inhospitable inha- inhabitable planet, uninhabitable planet, right? So it all comes down to that. Because what does Trump care ultimately? Because he's going to be dead soon. How how old is this guy? He's he's not. Uh, I mean, the the thing that's a little bit depressing too is that. Um, Trump's mother lived to be 99, so uh, he might have that gene, those genes, but... <laughs> right, who cares when there's Mars? Let's go to Mars. Yeah, why, why, why limit Republican stupidity to Earth? Let's, get, let's go to, bring it to space, too. So there's a whole big universe out there where we can spread this, this ignorance. And uh, so why? Why hold back? Where which uh, Pence can uh, talk about Jesus to the Martians, but so anyway, but which I I thought was pretty amazing that this climate report comes out, and of course they suppressed it. They 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 released it on a on the holiday weekend, and where hopefully nobody would pay attention, and because uh, it. It's not a caravan, after all. It's not a caravan of desperate people wanting to live. 
it's just life on a on 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 planet earth i mean whatever and uh so let's see it says this is from reuters it says the congressionally mandated report written with the help of more than a dozen us government agencies and departments outlined the projected impact of global warming on every corner of american society in a dire warning that is at odds with the trump administration's pro fossil fuel agenda I mean, why would you want to even, if there's an alternative, you have cleaner, greener energy that doesn't make you um, have to clean up birds who get washed in oil. I mean, I know that makes a cute commercial for Dove when they're washing uh, oil off of seagulls. I don't, I don't know why that's, uh, that should be kind of, uh, we should be pretty upset about that but um it's uh it doesn't i don't know what i'm saying anyway i'm i'm it's baffling to me why when you think about it when not even when you when you even don't think about it how in in a different time you know if you had a, a group of people that were denying um You know, you're denying something that you're going to kill people. You're going to kill the planet. You are making life on Earth uh, uh, a a a distant dream. You're you're killing humanity. You're killing the planet. And these dumb bastards, because they they want to hold on to their greed just a little bit a little bit longer, a little bit longer. I want more for me. Uh, In another time. They would be marched to the edge of the village and kicked the hell out. Be like, get the hell out of here, right? But they, we allow this to. It's oh well. There's doubt. There is no doubt. So, but it does. I mean, they keep voting for these idiots, and uh, um, how do we allow it to continue? I mean, it's this is what gets me depressed because it's like when you're. When this is staring you in the face, when you have it's it's life itself. You know these pro-life Republicans, these these fetuses. You know where are the fetuses? The former fetuses gonna live when we don't have Earth? When there's not there's no planet B, right? So what they they love babies, but where are these babies gonna live? You know, they have to, uh, they, we only got earth here, sucker. So, um, it's, uh, it's beyond belief how they will move heaven and earth to send troops to put a barbed wire for a bullshit, um, political stunt and will and do nothing zero absolutely nothing but but kiss saudi ass and stroke their swords for uh for uh, for political gain again too for while killing killing uh, i mean i thought they liked didn't i thought he even liked ivanka right when you think she he would do it for his own kids if not for, but it's, it doesn't matter. There's just enough. It never ends. There's never enough. More. He needs more money, more shit to pour into that that he's uh, that empty vessel of need. That's what he is. So, <sighs> hey Tara, how's Francis Junior Junior? He's doing good. He's not here. He's a, he's in the other room. He's actually doing pretty well. 
Francis. Let's see if he'll come out. He comes when he when he's called. Francis. Give him a minute. You know how cats are. So, all right. Anyway, so uh, let me play this other this other dumb bitch. <laughs> and I'm not talking about myself. All right. Um, what I thought was hilarious because last week we talked about what's her face, Cindy Hyde Smith, which I it's fascinating for some reason she's really fascinating to me because she reminds me of uh, if you ever watched. Uh, Jerry Blank on uh, Strangers with Candy with um, Amy Sedaris. She, that's what she looks like. And she looks like a joke to me. She, she looks like a caricature of a Republican congressperson who uh, is so clear. It's, 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 she's a joke that who's a, who's an open racist, who's, who's cheering in a uh, Confederate hat. I mean, you couldn't make this shit up. And so she apologized apparently because she found out that a lot of people took, they didn't take kindly to her yucking it up about going to a, being in the front row of a lynching in a state that, that participated in decades of, uh, of terrorism against their black population that kept them down through lynching and, uh, this systematic, uh, oh, I thought that was Francis. So, um, she had to apologize for it. But the funny thing is, uh, it's, you know, this, this God fearing Christian couldn't really muster the, the apology from the heart. She had to read it off a notepad and I thought that was uh, pretty odd, but let me, let me play it. You know, for anyone that was offended for my, by my comments, I certainly apologize. There was no ill will, no intent whatsoever in my statements. In nearly 20 years of service, of being your state senator, your commissioner of agriculture, and your U.S. senator, I have worked with all Mississippians. It didn't matter their skin color type, their age, or their income. That's my record. There has never been anything, not one thing in my background to ever <clears throat> indicate I had ill will toward anyone. I've never been hurtful to anyone. I've always tried to help everyone. I also recognize that this comment was twisted and it was turned into a weapon to be used against me, a political weapon used for nothing but personal and political gain by my opponent. That's the type of politics Mississippians are sick and tired of. Mr. Espy, Secretary Espy. Well, no one twisted your comments because the comments were live. Uh, you know, it came out of your mouth. And uh, I don't know what's in your heart, but we all know what came out of your mouth. And it went viral you know, within the first three minutes around the world. And so it's caused our state harm. It's given our state another black eye that we don't need. It's just rejuvenated those stereotypes, you know, that we don't need anymore. And we have companies like Walmart that, that wrote you today and told you that uh, your comments did not reflect the values of that company. So I love that she's like, it was an agenda. It twisted my, the twisted 
um, yeah, when your when your words that come out of your mouth are quoted verbatim, it's just somebody was just out to get you that it was twisted for political gain. Well, first of all, honey, you're in politics, so um, what do you mean twisted for political gain? Well, no, um, I don't care how much you follow me or most normal people with a camera. None of us we're uh, are gonna joke about being at a lynch in. Huh, huh. This is my friend over here. Now, what? Why would you use that vernacular? Why would you use that that turn of a phrase? Who are you speaking to? If he invited me to a lynching, I'd be in the front row. Now, what he, what she was doing was calling out. Forget the dog whistles. That she had the bullhorn to Mississippi's clan to the racists, to the ones that are, they are longing for the good old days. When, when Donald Trump says, make America great again, that's what they're thinking of. They're thinking of black people swinging from a tree because that's the good old days to them. When everybody knew their place, when they knew that they could get away with murder, when that's, this is what they, Donald Trump has appealed to. These racists, they, they and this is why we need to make racists a again make them ashamed again put them back in the closet where they belong and so when she says I would be in the front row of a lynching that's who she's talking to she knows exactly what she's saying she's like I'm one of you I am a racist just like you you don't it's like uh, Gillum in uh, oh, what's his name uh, saying uh, you know we don't want to monkey this up or whatever it's that's who they're talking to and it's not even you know republicans are like i'm tired of being called racist well what do you think that would be why do you think that we would call you racist well stop being racist stop being a goddamn racist but evolve do the world a favor look at yourself it's not other people it's you if you're afraid of other people who aren't exactly like you, then go to a shrink. Get help. Get help for your for your manias. Stop inflicting them on the world, on on a decent society. Because this is a nation of immigrants, whether you like it or not. Whether Donald Trump uh, solves your 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 tiny ego and your fears or not. Whether he whether they take it out of our uh, out of the Immigration and Naturalization Service. Well, this is what they did. They took out. America is the United States is a nation of immigrants. They've they've changed that in our documents. Uh, even still, we are still a nation of immigrants. They they can erase it all they want. They can deny it all they want. In fact, Donald Trump himself, his grandmother was from Scotland. So they're you know, but they're from the right part of the world, right? The white part of the world, like the Nor like Norway. Why don't we get more Norwegians in here? More blondes. But so uh, the so today apparently it came out that uh, Cindy Hyde Smith was uh, attended a um, <laughs> a segregation academy. Now they actually have that in Mississippi, which is pretty funny because they don't want to go to school with black people. You see, that's how small-minded they are. That's how ignorant they are. Rather than seeing that as an opportunity to get to know other human beings who aren't exactly like them, who 
who experience a little bit of the flavor of life, the diversity, the 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 colors uh, of the rainbow, you know, to uh, get out more, to take a look past your eyelashes and see what the hell is going on in other... I mean, that to me is interesting. I like to learn about other people and other cultures. It doesn't mean that my culture or whatever, or me, or me that I disappear because you're, uh, you value or you have respect for other people. I, I mean, who the hell knows? Um, maybe Cindy Hyde-Smith would learn something. Maybe she'd like people who aren't exactly like her. Maybe she, her mind would open and she'd be a better person. But no, her and her little, her little tiny world, uh, her parents and, her, and all of the people in her little tiny world, they wanted to keep themselves. They want to be safe together. And uh, so their, I mean, uh, their version of safe, which is, which is small and uh, fearful, tiny and sad, really, right? So when you have this whole world in front of you, you have a whole rainbow in front of you, but all you want to want to do is color and, and black and white or whatever. You just, what kind of a life? And now, now she wants to represent people. Somebody like this, who is so, who's so tiny and, and fearful that she didn't want to go to school with black people. Um, that's kind of sick. And how are you going to represent black people if you're, you don't want to associate with them, that you're so little in, in every way that, you're, that you went to this segregationist school? It's so baffling to me. So it's like, so it says, um, where is this? This is from Politico. It says, Cindy Hyde-Smith embattled bid for another two years in the Senate hit another race-related hurdle this weekend as a report in a Mississippi newspaper revealed the Republican incumbent graduated high school at a segregation academy. It's it's really, uh, it's beyond. Um, a, a, a photograph from the 1975 edition of the Lawrence County Academy yearbook published Friday by the Jackson Free Press appears to show Hyde Smith among a group of cheerleaders, including a mascot holding a Confederate flag. Of course, Ugh, it's so boring with these losers, these 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 uh, lost cause losers that hold on to the flag of traitors. And oh, we're rebels. What are you rebelling? You're rebelling against the government of the United States. Well, get the F out then. Get out. Go go live in Liberland. Go to Somalia. There's no government there. There's no government at all. Nothing holding you down by your bootstraps there, right? Get the hell out. You don't like, oh, I don't like government. No, you know what it is? They just don't like to share. They don't like to share civilization with bl brown people. That's what it is. They don't like it. They can't handle it. So, I mean, ultimately, this is what we were saying in the beginning of the show. You just scratch the surface of any Republican, and right underneath, it's like racism is just under the surface. And I don't, I don't care, really, wh who it is. Give me five minutes with, with a Republican. I will get to the bottom of it. And, and it will be revealed. It's always some form of ignorance, some racism, or there's also the self-loathing closet case gay. That's another one that I, I found in my, in my travels, uh, where you can, and, and, and there's, oh, please, it never, it's not a surprise. The, the telltale sign of, 
home uh, of uh, a closet case is that they're homophobic. So I've had a few experiences with uh, anti-gay people that have turned out to be gay. Of course they are, because they hate themselves. And they're inflicting it on the world. They think that if they eliminate the temptation, you know, that they'll they'll somehow heal themselves. But really it is, it's, it's, they hate themselves. It's just really sad that they, we only have this one life and you're spending your limited lifespan trying to convince people that you're not gay. That you don't like, you don't, you're not, you don't love other people of the same sex. Because why? Because a, a, uh, a sky spook, because a giant sky spook told you that, that you, that you're wrong and Mike Pence, uh, validates it somehow. It's, uh, it's very sad because guess what? Um, this is it. This is your life. You you don't get a uh, second chance. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know all the answers, obviously. I don't know all the mysteries of the universe, but um, this is your life right now. And it's. I always feel like, isn't that sad to think that somebody spent their life as a closet case? But And a Republican. I mean, please. Uh, talk about sad. Oof. But... So it says, uh, the thing that I found funny with this was, um, let me see, uh, she's whining about it, of course. This is another thing. Republicans are always like, why are you uh, attacking me with my own words that come out of my mouth? Uh, She says that um, it was a gotcha. She was, they they gotcha. Uh, This is another thing. I think that's what Sarah Palin started that whole, oh, this is a gotcha question. Gotcha? What is gotcha? Uh, when you ask a question, there's no gotcha, and you suck, and you answer it like an idiot, and, and a racist, and a freak, and a moron, and your words that come out of your mouth are repeated back verbatim, and you sound like the racist idiot that you are, that's not gotcha. That's, that's being informed. That's informing the public. That's why the Founding Fathers put the, the, a free press in the First Amendment. So we can be informed. It's not about gotcha. It's about being uh, an educated populace and making informed decisions when we vote. Because so, you don't want to vote for some idiot that was so small and myopic and who, in a nation of immigrants, went to a segregation school. Because she couldn't hang out with people who had a darker pigment. You know what I mean? I mean, it's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. So it says uh, that uh, So she's whining. Of course they whine. That's what it is. The, the whining is so tedious with these Republicans. It's like everything is unfair. And now, um, of course, because Trump has blazed the trail for the, for, uh, and modeled for them how to complain about it, is that uh, when you don't like what's being said about you in the press, just cry fake news, cry liberal media, cry uh, uh, gotcha, cry that, oh, just cry. Just cry in general. They, these are the biggest First of all, this woman too. She got this. This position was handed to her. She didn't even win the election originally. So she's everything's been handed to her, and now she's whining that somebody might take it away. You know, this brown person might take it away. 
So it's in this um, in the Jackson Free Press. This uh, these pictures came out of this the segregation school in the seventies, which is unbelievable. It's not that long ago, right? And you think, oh, this is a different time. No, it's not. It's this time. And guess what? They would do it again if they could. Uh, they certainly would. And they that's the good old days. You know, When you have a president, a so-called president, who is pleasing David Duke, the Grand Wizard of the KKK, is cheering for him all over, who's tweeting out his accolades, thanking him prolifically oh thank you for for keeping it real um yeah this this is not a distant past like we could go through this again history is not um a straight line it's not like oh we got thank god we got past that it can most certainly be revisited we we might uh when we forget when the generations forget and I mean, I, I mean, hope not. I hope not. But I, I don't ever think that we couldn't go through this again, that we wouldn't have segregation schools or, or even slavery. I mean, we have slavery in, in different forms now. But if, believe you me, if corporate America could get away with it, we there would be slaves. There would be indentured servants. That's probably how it would start. They've already started to bring back debtors uh prisons and uh that's something you could i'm uh, I have, i'm not really prepared to talk about it but i remember reading about it so it's uh yeah um we're we're still a very segregated society and i think in a lot of ways the internet has made us a smaller place a smaller world and that's to that's good because when when Republicans tell us bullshit tales about, let's say, universal health care, which is why I think that in a lot of ways, uh, 70 percent of the of people now uh, are for a Medicare for all system. But, but that's partly because that they we we can see for ourselves. You don't have to have a passport to fly around the world metaphorically. You 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 get to see different parts of the world right at your fingertips on your computer on your phone you see that there are other countries that universal health care is not a uh, uh, is not tyranny it doesn't lead it doesn't mean you're a nazi this is it's so it was so fascinating when we were fight when we had the obamacare fight how these these dumbass republicans were like oh that's how hitler Hitler started. He gave everyone health care, which is bullshit because the Germans had health care for years before. So it wasn't they. But, you know, we know how liars they are now. Lies like that don't get to they. Well, you hope they don't have as as uh, they don't have as much legs, I guess. What's the saying? You know, in a way, even though. Uh, there is that's the danger the danger of having silos of information where you have like a Fox News that is makes makes its viewers less informed than those who watch no news at all where people just watch Fox News then uh, that's that's the danger where they don't get out and that and where you have their standard bearer telling them to distrust other sources of information here, there. I mean, that's the recipe for for 
uh, authoritarianism. It's the recipe for anti-democratic uh, authoritarianism. And, uh, well, what is, what is pro-democratic authoritarianism? But anyway, so this, um, let's see. Uh, I was just going to say, Hyde Smith graduated from the Lawrence County Academy in 1977, meaning she would have already been in school elsewhere at the time the Academy opened. But although the U.S. Supreme Court ordered public schools to desegregate in 1954 and again in 55, because I guess the first one didn't take, you know, freedom and all, but uh, to do so with deliberate speed. The Mississippi slow-walked the integration of its school as long as possible. Well, you know what John Roberts said. We didn't need that Voting Rights Act anymore because uh, because racism was over, right? And uh, I don't know if you if you heard the arguments, because we're not allowed to watch the what's going on at the Supreme Court, but you can hear it. And the he... Uh, he was questioning the lawyers in the case when they were overturning, when they were attacking the Voting Rights Act. And he, John Roberts was saying, are you saying that there's certain parts of the United States that are racist, that are more racist than others? Like, uh, are you telling me there's gambling in this establishment? Um, yeah. And so he, they overturned parts of the Voting Rights Act because, well, you know, Segregate, I'm segregation. Racism is over. And within hours, within, it was less than an hour it took for that ruling to come down for Texas and I can't remember which other states to start their bullshit voter suppression bullshit tactics. And because, you know, they love America and freedom and all, right? They love their patriots. They wear their Made in China American flag lapel pins uh, on their chest and they sing teary-eyed renditions of America the Beautiful because they love America while they're suppressing the votes and kicking down on just about everyone in America. So blocking people who uh, have just as much right to participate in self-governance while all those soldiers dead who gave their lives are lying in cemeteries around the world for for that freedom, these these America loving patriots are uh, attacking uh, the very freedom that uh, we that uh, so many gave their lives to entrust to us. So anyway, I just they don't even see. How do they see themselves as patriots? This is that's that's the question. Do they really? Do they see themselves as patriots? I guess they do. They have to believe on some level that they're they they're doing it for for uh, you know for their people. You know, some people uh, it's like all all men, quote unquote, are created equal. Some are more equal than others, I guess. But okay, anyway, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. She's just whining about it, right? I, why can't you be racist? You just can't go to a segregated school anymore without some gotcha questions coming up about it. Gotcha. So, and what else? There was one other thing. I said, I'm looking at the time. The other thing is, let's see. 
there, there's so many other things. I mean, it's, I grabbed so many. Oh, well, the one thing I was speaking of, uh, Gatch is what, I don't know if you guys saw, of course, Trump, well, he was thankful for himself on Thanksgiving. They asked him, what are you thankful for? He was like, you know, me, I'm glad that I have done so, so great. I mean, what, what balls on this guy, right? I mean, he may have a, a smaller than average penis, but he's, he's got balls, baby. Um, I mean, according to Stormy Daniels, it, uh, I don't know personally. Please, why I, I I don't want dead eyes like Melania, right? I'm sure I'm I'm not in his league. Of course, he's he only goes for the most uh, the whatever the he needs a trophy wife, right? You know, so he don't want no bitch like me. Well, not that I would with him anyway. Ugh, ugh. Could you imagine? You have to have dead eyes. For, to allow Donald Trump to, to climb on top of you. I wonder if the dead eyes become, become before or after. Is it in, I guess it's probably before because you, 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 to, in order to get to that point, you're, you gotta have, you have to be dead inside in some way to allow him, right? Or you have to be a professional. You gotta be, all right, I'm, uh, doing this for money. And, well, and, and that's what Melania, too. Come on, she's, she, you think that they're in love? You think that they, that they're the soulmates? That they, they saw each other and across a crowded room that they, they needed to spend their lives together? No, Donald Trump saw Melania and he needed to trade up because his wife, his other wife was getting a little old. Or maybe she was getting lippy or something. Who knows? And then, well, obviously, his first wife, she got, she aged. She's, you know, that's what happened. So did he. But, he, you know, women, uh, they, he needs a trophy wife. How, how do you look on his arm? And Melania, that's fine with her. She's, that's her, her profession. That's what she wanted. And she, you know, she did what she had to do. Anyway, but, uh. The thing, the other thing that I saw was uh, he was attacking, well, Admiral William McRaven, who uh, said that Trump is the greatest threat to democracy. I'll just play what he said. Hold on. February 17th, the president said the news media is the enemy of the American people. The news media is the enemy of the American people. This sentiment. This sentiment may be the greatest threat to democracy in my lifetime. This sentiment. And I will tell you, I will tell you as journalism majors, as Americans, you should challenge that sentiment and that statement every opportunity you can. That's right. And so Trump, of course, had a he had a response to him let me see where is it i have give me a second uh hmm did i capture this because he was saying oh let me find it oh someone's meowing behind me yes can i help you where is it Oh, I was looking for because I uh, maybe I didn't capture it because he was like Hillary Clinton supporter Hillary Clinton 
supporter. That's why, as if that's, first of all, it's not even, who knows if that's even true. Um, well, I don't know if this admiral is a Hillary Clinton supporter. What he is, is a an American who understands that any so-called president that attacks the free press, any uh, as the enemy of the people, is the enemy of the people, is the enemy of freedom and democracy. So it doesn't matter for whether, whether um, this admiral is a Hillary Clinton supporter. I, I'm not su- surprised if that's the case, because Hillary Clinton isn't attacking the free press. And neither are any normal America-loving, normal patriot Democrats. So, and I, and I mean that with as far as Republicans, because Republicans... I don't care whether you are uh, you are concerned or you watch Trump's latest Twitter t- tirade with a furrowed brow. You're a you're part of the problem because um, you don't get a free pass here just because you have supported him. You have empowered him and you you made him your standard bearer. I don't care. You all beg for his support. You fear his derision. And so when he's going off about the press is the enemy of the people, which allows the Saudis to murder our uh, a member of the free press, then um, you're just as complicit. Just like Ivanka's complicit in her not doing anything to hold her so-called father, or well, her, well, to feet to the fire, father's lover, who knows? I don't know. But so, um, what? It doesn't matter whether uh, this this guy supported Hillary Clinton, and it's it's besides the point. Oh, look, look who it is. It's not Tara. It's this is Tara Junior Junior. It's not Francis, it's my other cat. Hello. <laughs> he just jumped up. He, he, uh, he usually doesn't come out during the show. It's usually Francis. So just sit here and be quiet. We only have five minutes left. So, but it's, it doesn't matter if, um, if a, a, a what, who you vote for. That's, this is part of American democracy. You're, we're all supposed to be um, indebted to the Constitution and the rule of law, not the whether some, not, not Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump. But Donald Trump doesn't know that. That's what it, that's the problem. And anybody who is a true patriot recognizes what the danger. <laughs> I know it's hard, right? What you, listen to how purry he is. Are you purring? You can't hear him. Ah, all right, get down, get down. Sorry, guys. Get down. Uh-oh, he's going to knock the thing over. Get down, get down. Anyway, guys, well, it's the end of the show anyway. So let me um, just wrap up by uh, saying that anyone who says the press is the enemy of the people is the enemy of the people, right? I mean, that's really the bottom line. And so, okay, next week is not going to be a live show, all right? Uh, because I'm going to Georgia to celebrate with with um, Mike Malloy to celebrate his book, and um, I'm going to do it. 
because, like I said, what is the meaning of life? Otherwise, I'd be really, really depressed. I'd be worse depressed. I'm depressed now. I'd be even worse. I'd be, because I was thinking about it, and as I was listening to Mike and he talking about um, the, the the event, I, I was really feeling bad. Because, you know, um, why are we alive, right? But to work and just, you know, no, it's, you got to celebrate with your friends, your, their victories. And this is a, a, a great victory for Mike to have written a book and it's published and I, I, I have advanced copies of it and I'm reading it and it's great. And I encourage you all to get it. Um, and especially, I mean, what an amazing life Mike's had and it's, it's, uh, not over yet, thankfully. So we're, uh, but it's, it's really, um, it's a trip and I'm really honored and fortunate to, to know him. He's really, he's helped me immensely. Um, he's a true friend. So like I said, we stick together. We win. Uh, I, we are, we're in this together. I, I feel, um, I'm, I see you out there guys. I see you every week and I am so thankful that you, you join me here. Um, and I know that, uh, when you, uh, the, uh, other people join at you know, during the podcast and different replays and all. So, but I, I, I am appreciative. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm so, I'm just grateful that, um, you're here, that we're in this together and the, and the show is growing thanks to you. Um, so what else? So I might, I, I'll see what happens. I might do a show tomorrow. Just, I have to see how the day goes, but just to get, a, just so we'll have a new show uh, for Progressive Voices next week. Otherwise, it will be a repeat, which is kind of boring. But um, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I might just pop on and do the show, and who knows, right? It goes by very quickly for me. I hope that you enjoy it. Um, and uh, I, I, I assume that you do because you come back, right, every week. And so do do me a favor if you can. Become a patron of RDT Daily and the show. Help us grow. Help us get to the our ultimate goal, which is to do a daily show. When I, I mean, maybe in a, maybe who knows how fast we'll get there. Hopefully, thank you. I'll take pictures. I'll share pictures. I'll talk about uh, uh, of the uh, event and maybe some video. Maybe we'll do some live video from there. Uh, Bob Kincaid is going to be there and Mike, and maybe we'll just do some, I'll just pop on during the four at, at six o'clock or something and we'll say hello. But, um, other than that, like I say, I will see you back here live in two weeks and maybe tomorrow. But like I say, we stick, we stick together. We win and we will win. And I'll see you guys soon. My name is Tara Devlin. See you.